Achieving Clarity podcast. My name is Ben Morley, an Air Force pilot turned consultant. Each episode, you will hear actionable tips and strategies that you can implement in your daily life, personal and professional, to achieve more clarity, purpose, and effectiveness. Thanks for spending some time with me today. Now let's jump in to your daily dose of practical clarity training. Today, I wanted to talk about foxes and hedgehogs. There are two types of thinkers that I have come across, and the author David Epstein has done a fabulous job explaining the differences. I want to take a look at both of them here. Political scientist and psychologist Philip Tetlock conducted a study to collect short and long-term forecasts from 284 highly educated experts. His project lasted 20 years and encapsulated over 82,000 probability estimates about the future. His results led him to borrow the following nicknames from philosopher Isaiah Berlin, where they later became popular throughout the psychology and intelligence-gathering communities. The narrow-view hedgehogs, who know one big thing, and the integrator foxes, who know many little things. Hedgehog expertise is deep but narrow. Some hedgehogs spend their entire careers studying a single problem. A trait among them is to fashion tidy theories of how the world works through the single lens of their specialty, and then bend every event to fit them. According to Tetlock, hedgehogs toil devotedly within one tradition of their specialty and reach formulaic solutions to ill-defined problems. Outcomes do not matter. They are proven right by both successes and failures, burrowing further into their ideas. <laughs> it makes them outstanding at predicting the past, but no better than a dart-throwing chimp at predicting the future. Tetlock found the average expert was a horrific forecaster. Their areas of specialty, years of experience, academic degrees, and for some, even access to classified information made no difference. They were bad at short-term forecasting, bad at long-term forecasting, and bad at forecasting in every domain. When experts declared that some future event was impossible or nearly impossible, it nonetheless occurred 15% of the time. When they declared a sure thing, it failed to happen more than one quarter of the time. Many experts surprisingly never admitted to systematic flaws in their judgment, even in the face of their results. When they succeeded, it was completely on their own merits. Their expertise clearly enabled them to achieve the result. When they missed wildly, it was always a, a near miss. They insisted they understood the situation, but if just one little thing had gone differently, they would have nailed it. Or they would claim their understanding was correct, but their timeline was just a bit off. Victories were always total victories, and defeats were always just a touch of bad luck away from having been victories too. Ex experts remained undefeated while losing constantly. Tetlock found a curiously inverse relationship between how well forecasters thought they were doing and how well they actually did. Hedgehog thinkers became more entrenched 
in their single big idea about how the world works, even in the face of contrary facts. Their predictions become worse, not better, as they amass information for their mental representation about the world. They are in the news every day, making worse and worse predictions, while claiming victory. Tetlock goes on to say that, incredibly, the hedgehogs performed especially poorly on long-term predictions within their very own domain of expertise. They actually got worse as they accumulated credentials and experience in their field. The more information they had to work with, the more they could fit any story to their worldview. As Epstein writes, this did give hedgehogs one significant advantage. Viewing each world event through their preferred keyhole of knowledge made it easy to generate compelling stories about anything that occurred and to deliver these stories with adamant authority. In other words, they make great TV. The foxes, meanwhile, draw from a wide array of traditions and experiences and are comfortable accepting ambiguity and contradiction. Where hedgehogs represent narrowness, foxes range outside a single discipline or theory and represent breadth. Tetlock found the best forecasters by far were the foxes. They typically were bright people with wide-ranging interests and reading habits, but no particular relevant background. Unlike the hedgehog, foxes are not vested in a single approach to a situation. They are willing and able to take from various arguments and integrate apparently contradictory viewpoints. Tetlock found the integrator foxes have no problem questioning their own positions on a subject. They can start in one direction, then interrogate themselves and make an about-face. When new ideas enter the conversation, it is quick to be integrated and used to play out different viewpoints from different disciplines or political or emotional perspectives. They are constantly collecting perspectives anywhere they can, always adding to their intellectual range, so any ground is fertile for them. Foxes try on ideas like Instagram filters until it can be hard to tell what they actually believe. Not only did Tetlock find the best forecasters foxy as individuals, they also had qualities that made them particularly effective collaborators, partners in sharing information and discussing predictions. During online interactions between the forecasting foxes, they exercised extremely polite antagonism, disagreeing without being disagreeable. Agreement is not what they are after. Their goal is aggregating perspectives, and lots of them. Tetlock describes the best forecasters as foxes with dragonfly eyes. Dragonfly eyes are composed of tens of thousands of lenses, each with a different perspective, which are then synthesized in the dragonfly's brain. The best forecasting teams embrace a term psychologist Jonathan Barron termed as active open-mindedness. They view their own ideas as hypotheses in need of testing. Their aim is not to convince teammates of their own expertise, but to encourage their teammates to help them falsify their own notions. 
in the broad brush of humanity, this is not normal. Ask a difficult question and people naturally come up with an onslaught of, quote, my side ideas. Armed with a web browser, people typically do not start searching for why they are probably wrong. It is not that we are unable to come up with contrary ideas. It is just that our strong instinct is not to. Tetlock finds the best foxy forecasters hunt for information like a literal fox's hunt for prey. Roam freely, listen carefully, and consume omnivorously. Their strength is not what they think, but how they think. They are high in active open-mindedness. They are also extremely curious and do not merely consider contrary ideas. They proactively cross disciplines looking for them. Like Jonathan Barron says, depth can be inadequate without breadth. Beneath complexity, hedgehogs tend to see simplistic, deterministic rules of cause and effect framed by their idea of expertise, like repeating patterns on a chessboard. Foxes see complexity in what others mistake for simple cause and effect. The foxes understand that in most cause and effect relationships, there are unknowns and luck, and even when history apparently repeats, it does not do so precisely. Foxes recognize that they are operating in the very definition of a wicked learning environment, where it can be very hard to learn from either wins or losses. To learn more about what a wicked environment is, you can listen to an earlier podcast of mine where I define kind and wicked environments. In wicked domains that lack automatic feedback, experience alone does not improve performance. Effective habits of mind are more important, and they can be developed. Starting with the details, the inside view is dangerous. Hedgehog experts have more than enough knowledge about the minutiae of an issue in their specialty to cherry-pick the details that fit their all-encompassing theories. Their deep knowledge works against them. Skillful forecasters depart from the current problem and consider completely unrelated events with structural commonalities rather than relying on intuition based on personal experience or a single area of expertise. During my career as an Air Force pilot, I realized the best crew members performed as foxes rather than hedgehogs. I was a pilot on the C-17 aircraft, a very large transport aircraft that had a minimum crew of three, typically more like five to ten depending on the mission. That was five to ten personnel. If we had a malfunction on the aircraft or a situation occurred while on the mission, we would engage in this active open-mindedness and encourage the submission of viewpoints from all crew members, especially the most junior personnel who tended to not engage much with the problem-solving because they assumed their inexperience rendered their inputs less effective to finding a solution. This was not the case. Sometimes the most experienced crew members unintentionally exhibited hedgehog behavior, when what was needed was the new person's foxy perspective. Yes, experience certainly helped and was not discounted, but embracing the willingness to give equal weight 
to the input from a new member of the team helped the team stay flexible and open to different viewpoints when faced with these situations. In the corporate industry, this is also practiced in one form using the Ono Circle. Developed by Toyota, a literal circle is drawn with chalk or tape on the floor of the factory where a member can safely stand in the circle and observe a process. My understanding is that Toyota performs this exercise with their newly hired employees who are not familiar with the process they are observing. This is done on purpose. The person in the circle does not make comments or engage in discussion. They simply document on their clipboard what they observe about a process and look for reasons why that process may have a problem. The goal is to see if that member can document 30 problems or wastes within the process, like observing a worker straining to reach a part or cables strung across the floor that may present a hazard. Once the Sono Circles is accomplished, the findings are shared with the process team. The goal is to validate the findings and develop countermeasures to the problems that were found. I think this is a fantastic example of foxy thinking by the Toyota executives. Even though every member of the company has more experience, credentials, and knowledge of the process than the person standing in that circle, the company has made the decision to practice open-mindedness, wisely choosing to actively search for different perspectives and potential solutions to their company's activities. How do you see yourself or members of your team? More like a hedgehog or more like a fox? in terms of how you make predictions, solve problems, and interact with others. I hope this has provided some great food for thought. Thank you for listening. Best to you. Thank you for listening to the Achieving Clarity podcast. We hope you liked it. To hear more tools and strategies to help you in your personal and professional life, subscribe to our podcast. Thank you again.